Kyle, welcome to the podcast. Glad you could make it. We were just talking beforehand. How do you pronounce your last name? Kurzall. Kyle Kurzall. And you have been in the lending side of real estate for a little bit of time here and through the Pace Morby Gator program, it sounds like. Yes, sir. That's correct. So I joined Sub2 and Gator just about two months ago. And I'm finding this nice little niche as a as a funding connector for folks on the sub two side. Okay. And for those who don't really understand, you know, there's a lot of different avenues of real estate, you know, wholesale, flicks and flip, hard money lending, private money lending. Where does your the niche that you're focusing on currently, what sort of value do you provide to the marketplace? And maybe you can explain kind of the process of how that all works and you know, shed a little light on that. Yeah, absolutely. And what I'll do is maybe give just a brief like overview of some of the different types of lending. And then you're welcome to just drill me on any details you want to yeah. hear more about. So you you mentioned hard money and private money. So I, I like to think of these two as tools, essentially, in my tool belt. The way I would generally describe hard money would be these are folks who are institutional investors. Um, they're going to usually have a lot more restrictions that they have to follow to be legally compliant. And they're going to usually be taking funds from other investors to, to then put into various lending deals. So those folks are, are great to deal with for the most part. But what usually happens with hard money lenders is they only will fund up to a certain amount of the deal, whether it's because of like the loan to value or if it's just maybe because they want to make sure that you're, you know, you've got some skin in the game essentially. So mm -hmm. they're a great tool, but they're not always going to be your, you know, like specialized one size fits all solution, right? which which is where the private money comes into play. And the way I like to describe private money is essentially that these are just individuals who are looking to make money by lending out theirs. So, I mean, it's it's not much more complex than that. Every every person is a little different. So that makes it kind of interesting because, you know, you might go to one lender and they do private lender and they are they have certain, you know, requirements or expectations and another private lender might be completely different. Right, right. So it's it's kind of as you become as you're a private money lender, it's whatever risk you're willing to take on, sort of thing. Yes. As in the hard money is has a lot stricter guidelines because it's coming from an institutional place. Okay, exactly. And and what part of the transaction are you uh, most interested in, or have talked to the most people about helping with? Because from EMD, putting earnest money deposit down to funding fix and flips on the short term or where, where are you focusing on, on providing value to people? Yeah. So I, I like to describe myself as a funding connector. And so my answer is all the above. Sure. So, you know, originally I joined Gator and Gator is really mostly focused right now on the transactional lending. So transactional lending, like you were kind of describing for folks who are listening, transactional lending is lending that's all tied up in the transaction of the real estate of the property or real estate itself. So for example, when you are purchasing real estate, you have to have a purchase contract. You submit that 
to title and escrow and then bring money to the table as the buyer and then the seller gets paid out at the end right and right. so the where the transactional lenders come into play are around that particular transaction so for for the case of like earnest money you know that's particularly helpful if let's say you're a wholesaler who's needing to leverage other people's money to get a deal done to open up escrow for their purchase contract you know it can also be helpful in, in my opinion if you were say a buyer that was trying to scale quickly and you needed to use earnest money from somebody else as an interim for you to go then find private money to bring to the right. deal so there's earnest money there's also this aspect of like you could do double closing so that would be particularly helpful if you're a wholesaler and maybe you don't want like the people on both sides to know how much money you're making you could also do that to essentially ensure that how do i say this that you are in compliance with laws state by state because the states seem to be moving in this direction of if you're going to be assigning a contract as a wholesaler, you have to disclose that explicitly. And right, so right. double closing is a tool that you can use. You can bring in a lender to handle the A to B transaction between the seller and the wholesaler. And then the second part of the transaction is between the, the wholesaler and the buyer. So that would be one other example. And then a third example of the transactional lending would be like a Morby method. So where you bring a hard money lender and maybe shoot for more than what you really need in terms of the loan with them. Sure. And then you bring a private money lender into the transaction to satisfy the hard money lenders requirements. And then the private mm -hmm. money lender gets paid out at the end. So those right. would be the three examples that come to mind, first of all, when I think about transactional lending. The other two forms I would say would be like gap lending or gap funding, which are usually geared more towards those short-term type loans, maybe for like fix and flips, or maybe you're doing like a wrap or something like that. You can bring in a lender to cover that interim time. That's usually under about nine months from what I've seen. And then the last one would be more like a long-term. So you need like, let's say rental, you, you, you want, you need funding for a rental or maybe a project that's going to be several years or something like that, then you could bring in a lender for something like that. You could use a hard money lender in some cases, or you can use private money. Right. Whoever's terms is going to make sense the most for that transaction, I suppose. Absolutely. But that's a great overview of uh, what you're providing and how you're helping people. So I appreciate that. Now, you are connecting with a lot of people. Have you had some success connecting with some folks here and if you share, if you care to share, you know, what sort of avenues have you been going to, down to, to find people and connect people that are, are, are doing these sort of deals? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I am just kind of getting started here, so yeah. I have to start small, right? Like yeah, it's just we all one, do. one step yeah. at a time, man. But where, where I kind of noticed since I, I was part of both the Gator and the sub two community, you know, I was trying to figure out like what my avatar was going to be and how I was going to provide value to folks. And one of the things I saw recurring pretty frequently was that folks in the sub two community, there were several who didn't really know how to get funding or, you know, they'd bring their, their deal and say, Hey, I need funding on this. And 
I would see not very many people responding to them, particularly for the longer term things. But, you know, I looked at that and sa said, well, you know what? I could maybe spend my time as a as a connector here to help them find somebody. And even if they don't do business with me necessarily, I'm, I'm like an additional resource that can go hunt stuff down while they're looking for stuff on their end. Sure. So the, that's really kind of how I got, I, I've gotten started. Mostly I've been focused on looking within the sub two community in terms of investors to, to see where I can provide value there. And then mm -hmm. where I can, I bridge the gap between the sub two community and the Gator community. So yeah. I'll intake their, the information about their deal, chat with them a little bit about it, make sure that everything makes sense. There might be some things that we need to clarify, like from the perspective of a lender, like, oh, well, you want second position on this, but you know, there's not really enough collateral here. You know, can, can we come up with a different strategy that will get you what you need, but also satisfy a lender, that kind of thing. And then right. once all that information is together, I take that and I blast it out into my network. I just start reaching out to Gators or whoever else I might have contacts with. And sometimes that includes other connectors too. Okay. Okay. Very interesting. Well, I appreciate the overview on that. I, I'm kind of going backwards here, but what brought you into the sub two community? Maybe your background that you previously had, or, you know, you always wanted to get into real estate and, and this was the avenue that you found most helpful. Can you kind of shed some light on that? Yeah, absolutely. So funny enough, I actually didn't have like a huge interest in real estate originally. Mm -hmm. I, my, my exposure to real estate was essentially bigger pockets years and years yeah. and years ago. And as much as I love the bigger pocket stuff, you know, all I really learned from that was, okay, like I can do Burr strategy to acquire real estate. You know, I've got to wait a couple of years to then cash out refinance and buy the next property, you know? And uh, the only other thing I knew was, oh, I could be a real estate agent. And, uh, you know, I, I don't mean that to sound like negative towards the bigger pockets. I think they've done some great stuff, but at the time that's where I was at, you know? And I was like, I don't know if this yeah. is really a good fit for me. And so I just kind of like discounted real estate for a while. I was you know, thinking, well, maybe eventually I long term want to thing. Buy, yeah. yeah, like yeah. maybe buy some for long term buy and holds. And and so instead, I was more interested on the business side and started learning about, OK, well, like, what does it look like to run a business? And, you know, I've all got all these crazy ideas. What could I do with this? And eventually came across um, Cody Sanchez's stuff about like business ac acquisitions and loved okay. that. And mm -hmm. just so happened to have a mentor who does that kind of stuff. And as I was doing research about how to get funding for one deal in particular that I was interested in, because it was like non-traditional, right? Like there wasn't sure. really any collateral in the business because it was like right. a digital business. And okay. the YouTube algorithm recommended Pace's content to me. And as it, as it does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, this is interesting. Let me watch more of this. And so I saw his Gator stuff. And I saw the stuff about creative financing, like as far as acquisitions and then exit strategies. And I was like, oh, wow, this is this is something different for sure. Yeah. yeah. It, and it sounded like I was going to be able to learn a lot of stuff and put it into practice, particularly around the Gator community 
And so I decided to jump in and join both at the same time, like a crazy man and, yeah. and started drinking from the fire hose, so to speak. And you know, the rest is history. And again, finding that I, I just thought about it and found that little niche as a funding connector. Right. Well, I can't speak highly enough of, you know, the information that it, are in those courses. It, it is, you know, as myself, starting from listening to bigger pockets as well, I used to, it was in college many years back where it was, I was just driving to Whole Foods, getting a burrito every morning. And that was my like 15, 25 minute circle. And I'd listen to a bigger pockets podcast and then go to class and hockey mm. and then just do it, do it for weeks on end when I was exiting my hockey career. And it's like, man, this is, this is something I want to get into, but you know, you got to put all this money down. You got to, you know, be able to rehab. You got to have one of these big skills. You can't just, or be able to find the deal. Right. So yes. Being op- having my eyes opened recently to Pace's community has been very beneficial to understand actually how to structure these deals and how mm. how I would even pitch it to talk to a private money lender or find someone in the Gator community that could you know fill the gap where it's needed. So I I think it's a good place that you're focusing, and um, it was very well explained. And I think you know, there's going to be more and more of a needed of it, the more and more people try and do these deals without their own money and, and scaling their business. So, um, that it, what, if you, if you don't mind me asking what sort of software company was, or was it a, a digital company that you were, you were looking to fund? It was the one in particular that I was interested in was like in the education space. And so mm-hmm. they were doing, they were doing like, how would you describe it? Reoccurring subscription revenue sort of stuff? Well, this one was kind of interesting. It was a little different from that. It was the way they structured it was like once every few months they would do a new seminar. And so it was, it was around like continuing education credits. So super interesting and really, really useful as a business but there's, you know, in a, in a business like that, there's just no existing collateral. So unfortunately, right. the traditional funding route was not going to work. Right. You need someone to believe in it or it be self-funded. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So have you, have you run into any, what's, have you run into any issues? I know it's been just a couple of months here, but not being able to find uh, a lender to match the criteria of the deal or, or the deal not being able to you know, match the criteria of someone looking to fund it. Is there, is there some space in there where, you know, you're having a hard time finding a, a match or the more people you talk to, the the more likely you're going to be able to make it happen. I would say both, honestly, yeah. the, yeah, the, the, I haven't done that many just yet. The, the thing that I'm finding though, is that it seems to be difficult, particularly for folks to find long-term lenders. So yeah. anything really beyond about nine or t- 12 months, that is really challenging. And then especially for some of the sub two deals that people are doing, no. you know, who, not many people really are interested in taking that second position. And then you combine that with like sub twos that are meant to be like long-term rentals that yeah. becomes increasingly challenging to find someone who's willing yeah. to do that. So I can imagine, yeah. It, mm-hmm. And I've seen a couple of those come up and I'm like, oh man, I wish my network was bigger. But the right. beautiful part is, you know, this is a growing opportunity. And, and mm-hmm. in that 
the more people that you connect with, the more your opportunity grows. You know, it's just like an exponential compounding effect on your network. So for example, my very, the first deal that I closed, which actually was last week we, we closed the funding on. Yeah, it was great. And I was super excited, but the way we actually structured that was through another connector. So I brought the borrower to the table and I got to know them and understand what they were looking for, understand what they needed, make sure I presented the information, you know, in a way that was clear. And then I ended up connecting with another connector who had the lender. And so we both essentially split the connection fee on that and got the guy his funding and everybody's happy. Everybody wins. So, you know, that's just one little example, but it shows how like, as you make connections with people, there's ways to do business that maybe you didn't originally conceive of before. Like, I don't even have to necessarily be the one to, to have the lender on hand. It can just be a joint effort of multiple parties working together and bringing all the pieces to the table. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, just like this conversation right now, I mean, I'm in uh, the land business and, mm. you know, it's not something that is talked about pretty much at all in, in Pace's community. And, you know, there's a huge need for guys that are looking for short-term three to six month hold periods on equity that they can put into a piece of land. And that's going to be a first position, mm. highly, highly equitable uh, gator connection there. So uh, maybe I can, I can connect you to some people in that community, but it's a, it's a little different niche than the, the, the real estate backed cash flowing assets, like we we're talking about in sub two and, and gator. So. Yeah, um, absolutely, man. That would be awesome. Like, the, I, I really just like connecting with people, you know? So even if we can't always necessarily do business on a particular deal, there's always value in meeting new people because you never know what's going to happen down the road. Right, right, right. So do you see yourself getting more interested in real estate as you are looking into these deals on from the Gator side? Or are you going to, you know, potentially step away after you've done what you've you've been looking to do with the Gator side? Or are you just going to go all in? Yeah. Where, where are you at with it at, at, the, at this early stage? Yeah, that's a great question. My long-term strategy is kind of what informed my original decision into becoming a funding connector. You know, my long-term strategy, as I partly as I mentioned before, was to do business acquisitions. I'd like to build a portfolio of businesses, ideally, that are supporting like either either they are essential services or they are services that support essential services. And I'd love for those businesses to be able to provide value to one another too. So, you know, it's just like a growth factor when you, when you add more to the portfolio aside from business though, you know, I, I see a lot of value in adding real estate to to a portfolio, just your assets so that's right. my that's my long term play, but that's a very that's a very long term goal. You know, that's like sure. a like a ten to thirty year type of goal. You know, maybe I could speed it up, but you know, yeah. it's just sometimes it just takes time to get stuff done. And so the the place that I arrived was to at least in the short run focus on this funding connector business. One because I can provide value and, and make some money at the same time. 
And then two, you know, it helps me build my own personal network. And so that gives me more opportunities to do business with other folks. So I don't think I would just cut it off ever. I think the, the strategy at this point would be to grow it to a point where I can make it like a self-sustaining type of business and then step away and focus on other things as you know, the time comes to scale. Right. Right. Well, I don't mean to put you on the spot and, you know, ask you about your full life goals and, and all of that, but I just love to hear how people think and, you know, what sort of trajectory that a lot of people think on some, it's very short term and some have this one step's going to bring me to this step. And then, you know, we're eventually going to get here and I'm going to be helping this, this group of people because, you know, all my, all my businesses are connected through essential services and, you know, it's, I just, I think it's always interesting to hear people's perspective on, on where they're going. So I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think maybe one other, I'll throw it out there. I, I don't mind sharing stuff about myself and my interests and my goals. You know, I, I really would love to get this to a place where when somebody really has a need, and even if it's like a weird kind of like lending need, I'd love mm-hmm. to be able to be there to help folks in our community. You know, I've had some folks ask me like, are you willing to do this for outside investors? And, you know, my answer to that is, yeah. Yeah, but like there's a certain level of credibility that comes with being a part of the sub two community, sure. you know, and I, I I have received so much, so much value from other people, you know, other people have poured out a lot and I've learned so much from just all the people in this community that I really, I really want to be able to contribute back something that's uniquely valuable to the community. Right. So that that would be one of my other long term goals, which is also part of sure. the reason I wouldn't want to just cut it off. Right. Because then that's yeah. like removing an opportunity or option for somebody to get stuff done in their own business. Right. Right. That makes sense. Just I just ask and I phrase it that way because we're all human and, you know, yep. we, we have the bandwidth that we do. So, yeah, uh, just curious to hear how people think. So, well, great. I, I really appreciate you coming on here and explaining what's going on in in your head and what's going on in the gator side so glad i could connect we're just coming coming to the end of our time here and is there a place that people can reach out to you if they are looking you know whether they are in or outside of the the community to reach out to you for their real estate needs yeah absolutely so you can always reach out to me and connect with me through the website that i use for my services so that's uh, narrowgator.com on that like website, it. I've got a, I've got several links set up for, you know, whether you need like the funding for transactional deals or whether it's hard money lending or private money lending, you can go there, click on those links, fill out the forms. And then, you know, once I receive information from you, then I'll follow up with you and we'll set up a call to go through the specifics and make sure things get cleared up and are organized in such a way that we can find somebody to lend for your for your deal okay okay and do you have a place there for investors or private money guys that are are looking to also place their money or is that more of something you're reaching out to them and connecting yeah i it's very it's very rudimentary right now it's it's simply a contact we're building building. yeah absolutely right now it's simply a contact us form but i am always looking to add private money lenders to my network 
because without the private money lenders, the investors aren't going to get their deals done. Sure. Sure. Well, Kyle, I, I appreciate your time and I appreciate your explanation of what you got going on and I wish you all the best. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. It was a blast, man. Right. Likewise.